Welcome to Creep Town. I'm your host, Chadley Cox. This first episode I want to make is kind of about what Creep Town is, why I created Creep Town, and who I am, and what really inspired me to do this. As a kid, as far back as I can remember, I've had paranormal things going on around me all the time. Uh, to, to the point to where I thought it was just a normal um, normal thing for children to experience. Uh, apparently, that's not the case. I've had so many weird things happen. From out-of-body experiences to full-blown, like, demon-type stuff. I've seen it all. Classic hauntings, residual, what, whatever you want to call it. I have experienced pretty much all of it in some shape or form. So I guess I'll just kind of run down a, a list of uh, some things I have experienced from childhood till now. And this is just a, a very broad overview because there's so many things that have happened that I even forget about them sometimes. Every once in a while I'll be randomly not even doing anything related to paranormal anything and a memory will pop in my head and be like oh my gosh I forgot about that so one of the earliest memories the first paranormal memory I have was I was sleeping in between my mother and father and I've made a video about this before a while back um, but I'm gonna recap it because it's been a while so I was sleeping in between my mother and father next thing I know I'm standing at the foot of the bed looking back at the bed looking towards the bed like everybody laying in it and it's my father me and my mother. I'm confused because I'm standing there looking at everybody and me on top of that. Then I turn and look to my right. The Grin Reaper is standing next to me. And he raised his hand and like pointed like that. I took it as, hey, go back over there. So I ran and jumped in bed as fast as I could. And as soon as I jumped in bed, I woke up immediately. He was no longer there. There was a time, even I, even before that, when I was a really small baby, I I don't know how long I've been home from like the hospital, maybe a, maybe a couple weeks or so. My brother went and woke my mother up and said, hey, Chad's in the living room crying, and this is the middle of the night. She's like, no, he's not. He's in here with me. But when she looked, I wasn't, I wasn't in there. And so she got up, and I was wrapped in a blanket, laying on the couch, crying. And nobody knows how I got there to this day. My dad was out of town. My brother was seven at the time. And my mother was there. That was it. There was nobody else there. Very intriguing and a lifelong mystery of what was going on. That house we grew up in was um, situated on 22 acres. And up on top of a hill, which was still a, a distance away from the house, but it was on our land, was an actual... Indian burial ground up past the tree line and it was even in the deed that you know you can't build anything on this section of land ever because it's a burial ground so I truly believe that all the paranormal stuff I experienced as a child in that location was probably somehow related to that I've seen so many apparitions in my childhood around that property from shadow figures to relatives that have passed away there's there's just too much to there's too much to talk about. It's crazy. But if you fast forward to 1996, my parents got divorced. 
I moved with my mother. I was 13 at the time, so it was like, you know, you're old enough to decide where you want to live. So I went with my mom, and she rented this nice little two-bedroom house. Really small, but really warm feeling, really home-like, you know? And the first night we're there, I didn't hardly got any furniture in the house. I mean, we got like a couch, and I think the TV, and I think the beds are set up, and I think that's, that's really about it. And I was sitting on the couch, watching TV, because, you know, back in the day, there was no cable. You have to wait for the cable guy to come. It was just TV <laughs> with an antenna. I'm sitting there on the couch and my mother is in there taking a shower. This shadow figure walked across the wall. I, w- well, I wouldn't call it a shadow figure. It was a straight up shadow of somebody. An old man is what it looked like walking across the wall from, from right to left. Right in front of me. That freaked me out big time. Um, <laughs> My mom got out of the shower, and I'm like, hey, I just seen this. You know, what's going on? That's when she proceeded to tell me that, oh, the landlord said there was an old man that lived here that was like 99 years old, and he passed away recently. I was like, oh, well, that explains what I just seen. That house had a lot of activity in it. It's more what I would call classic haunting. So in that same house, this was probably several months later and in between there there had been stuff going on like cabinets opening and, and footsteps down the hallways at nighttime stuff like that this is one that i have rarely talked about but it's probably one of the most freakiest things that happened to me there at that house what happened was i believe it was summertime school was out probably three o'clock in the morning my mother's in bed i'm up i'm probably 15 by this point sitting on the couch again it's always weird things happen on like Things would happen when I was sitting at that couch all the time. I don't, you know, I'm just now thinking about, I don't understand why. But anyway, sitting on the couch again, watching TV again. All I can explain it as is an energy. I could feel an energy like literally pass through me. It's like it came from behind and went through my body. Like somebody, if somebody could just walk through you, that's what it felt like. But that's not the creepiest thing about that. Not only did I feel the energy and it kind of like, oh, what what was that feeling at the same time? The TV, which was, you know, just on a station, I remember what I was watching then, but the TV was on. At the same time I felt that energy pass through, the TV just got bright white at the same time, and as soon as it, like, went past me, it went back to normal. That right there, I, I have no explanation for it whatsoever. The only thing I can chalk it up to is something is actually trying to p- possess me, or there was a spirit in the house that was not aware I was sitting there and it just like pat I don't know. I don't know. It was really freaky though. For the most part, that house, although it had occurrences like that, I felt safe in that house for the most part. I never really felt like something was out to get me per se. That still doesn't mean I wasn't cautious. You're still coming home to a house where televisions would come on or Radios would come on, random electronics in the middle of the night would come on. I remember one night I was out in the garage, which was detached and behind the house. It was an older house, and one half was like a one-car garage, and the other half was like the laundry room slash little workshop area. And they were divided by a walk, except for a little walkway in the divided wall right by the front door. I used to build car models when I was a kid. So I was outside spray painting a car model or something. I ran out of paint. 
on the other side of that wall where the one car garage was, there was really nothing in there. There was like a shelf with a few boxes on it that we had. Other than that, it was a totally empty space. So I took that empty can. It was a, a other than that, it was a totally empty space. So I took that can and I just kind of tossed it behind, like into the doorway towards the wall that I couldn't see. You hear it hit the wall and bounce off the ground and come to a stop. I hadn't turned around yet. I'm still like halfway facing the doorway when that can comes flying back and hits the garage door. I immediately left and turned out the light because there was nobody in there. So I think me throwing that can made the spirit mad that night or whatever it was because it, it didn't like it. It, it, it. it come flying back with vengeance like to warn me, hey, don't effing do that again. So I think I disrespected that night. I think I crossed the boundary, crossed the line, and I learned my lesson because I didn't, didn't do anything stupid like that again. Everything that's occurred at that house was very classic haunting. Like I said, footsteps, cabinets opening. Sometimes cabinets would open, like right when I would go to reach for the handle. It'd kind of go... <laughs> that'll, uh, that'll freak you out. Outside of that, that house wasn't... It was active, but it wasn't scary for the most part. That house was active, but it wasn't scary for the most part. I think all this I'm talking about right now occurs around the same time frame. So my dad started dating this woman, which he ended up marrying. There was something just not right with her, though. I don't know if she had some sort of an attachment, or if she was possessed, or if she was a straight-up witch. I... I I don't know to this day. All I know is when that woman was around, the paranormal activity, wherever you at, would turn up. In the middle of, every, like, everybody would see it. That's the, that's the thing about it. There would be multiple witnesses to some weird paranormal event that is unexplainable. So there was two occurrences that happened on the same night. The first one, we all had gone to the movies. And then when we come back, we were going into her duplex, she opens the front door. My dad's standing there with her. Somebody runs out the back door. Nobody should have been there. My dad pulls out his gun and, and takes off running out this back door after this. It was just like, a you could tell it was like a, a dark figure out the back door, out the back. The, the thing was though, out her back door was just a large wide open field that you could see across for, I don't know, an eighth of a mile maybe. The only thing even remotely around was a tree about midways in that field there was nowhere else to run to there was nobody there never found anyone it was either that same night or just a, a night or two after that occurrence everybody's already in bed we're staying over at her house her duplex i'm on the couch the lights are out i'm going to bed it's dark in there except for a little bit of light maybe uh coming from like a maybe a stove light in the kitchen and maybe some ambient light coming through the window I'm just kind of laying there because I felt uneasy and I didn't know why. I just I felt uneasy and I'm watching. I see like this dark figure taller than anybody that's in the house come out of the hallway. That's where you walked like into the bathroom and then the two bedrooms are adjacent to each other. This tall, dark figure walks out of there. At first, it didn't notice me. It was just kind of standing around. I could I could see its head moving, looking around, and it was it was a dark figure. It wasn't a, it was not a shadow. It was a dark 
silhouette of somebody that you could not see through and it was three-dimensional. I could see whatever it was turning its head, looking around. It's like all of a sudden it noticed me and it just, it ran straight at me. I screamed so damn loud for my dad and then the next thing I know, she had a daughter and she was in there and she came running out going, what's going on, what's going on? And I told her what happened. She believed in all that stuff because she's had a lot of weird experiences too. She said that she had seen something of that nature before. So that was a really freaky occurrence. I had never experienced anything on that level until then. No matter where you're at with that, with her, weird things happened. I don't know if things were drawn to her or, or what. Things would just go crazy. I also found it weird. She had this old steamer trunk. It was from like, I don't know, great-grandparents or something. It was always locked. I never seen inside of it. And it had, supposedly had a bunch of family stuff in it. The time frame, my, my dad and her being together and getting married and all that, they obviously moved a couple times in that time frame. That steamer trunk always had to be at the foot of her bed. That was like non-negotiable for her. It was. It had to be there. And I always found that weird. I always felt like maybe that was the source Hell, it might be poltergeist. It could have been poltergeist activity, honestly. And even after... So several things happened when she was around. Nothing I can really remember specifically because it was a lot of things. Like stuff flying off the walls. You would take photos in a house. And back then it wasn't digital cameras. It was like you still had your film developed. You'd go ha take pictures and then have your film develop. And there'd be weird spots of light. Sometimes on the, uh, right in the middle of the picture. And the one before that picture, the one after the picture would be clear. Her and my dad had a house put on some land, which was just west of the house I grew up in on the same property. Because obviously after my mom and dad divorced, they sold the house. But my grandfather gave my dad some more property closer to the Indian burial ground, but still not there. That house was active from day one there's an event that happened there that is probably in my top two experiences i've ever had paranormal wise by this time i was already 16 17 i was driving i was in old cars i had an old car and i lived with my mother and i went to high school uh, in that city but every other weekend i religiously i still went and stayed with my dad so that weekend it was time for my cat to go get his shots and go to the vet. Well, his vet was still down where my dad lived because that's where we originally were from. I put my cat in a cat carrier. We drove down to my dad's. It's like 30, 45 minute drive. He was going the cat, you know, was obviously going to stay the weekend with me while I'm there. So I had a, I had a bedroom there. That whole day was fine. There was nothing crazy going on. But that night, and it was cold out, it was, it was wintertime. I'm laying in bed. I'm playing a cassette tape in a tape player <laughs> and I'm laying there and my cat is going absolutely bonkers. I mean, this is a real like chill cat. He chill. Or there freaks out. He's already old by this point. You know, he's just super chill. He's jumping all over bed and meowing and freaking out and keeps like from my bedroom. You could look through the kitchen in the living room. And he's freaking out. I'm like, man, what's wrong with this cat? And about that time, my tape messes up if you ever heard like a tape when it comes unwound it makes that weird noise and i was like oh great my tape's gonna run so i pop it open and i pull it out 
and you know the ribbon's strung out so I'm like trying to reel it up in the dark and my cat's still freaking out and about that time I looked up and into the kitchen and there was a shadow of a woman in a dress with long hair dancing around the living room so I immediately threw my tape down grabbed my cat took off running and here's the problem is my dad's room was in the same direction I just seen this whatever it was as soon as I hop out of bed grab the cat I got to go through the kitchen I'm going through the kitchen as I'm going through the kitchen the silverware that was washed and laying on the counter to dry on a dish towel overnight started being pushed off into the sink at the same time the salt and pepper shakers were also pushed off into the sink and this is happening in mere seconds because I mean I'm booking it through this house you know I'm not stopping to check anything out but I, I hear something I turn and look I'm like oh what the hell was that there's stuff flying off the counter into the sink for some reason so I run in there I get my dad you know I don't know if they believe me or not but I'm, I'm sleeping in the, in the bed in their bedroom floor that night so I was like hell hell no screw this so the very next day two things happened in broad daylight and they happened in front of three to five people the two there, I think the first time there's like two or three there, the first time there's three people standing in the kitchen and the second time there's like five of us standing in the kitchen and you gotta understand this is all occurring like within a three-day span I'm only there for the weekend okay man I'm just I'm starting to think of other things that happened there now I'm like that was no coincidence that's related to what I'm talking about now their back door would fly open and we'd always attribute it to a, a draft or something but that wasn't the case because you go close that door and you try to push it open you couldn't push it open but that brings me back to what happened in the kitchen so it was me my brother and his girlfriend standing in the kitchen I believe we were the only ones home at the time and we were going to town I don't know we we're going out is the weekend yeah you can totally live in the country when I say we're going to town right <laughs> we're all standing there we're getting ready to walk out the door the pantry door opens by itself and closes you could probably try to debunk that and say oh you know whatever draft whatever like we we're attributing to the back door the only issue with that theory is that door had a French door handle so it had an actual like handle that came out the side and you seen the door handle go you're not explaining that one dude somebody that you cannot see grabbed that door handle and opened it that, that's the only way it works. I mean, there's no other way. <sighs> Neil say that was probably the only thing that happened that day, but it, it, it was enough to scare the hell out of you. The next day or so, we're all in the... I mean, me, my brother, his girlfriend, my dad, his wife. Like, we're all standing in the kitchen around the island. And I think we're all going to go somewhere that night. We had one of those trash cans in there, like, I don't know, just a normal, like, kitchen trash can, like the 13-gallon trash can. Had one of the lids that you set on top, and it had, like, the flip top on it. You know, you just kind of push the top open, drop in, and it kind of flop back. And that flip top on the lid, it's like somebody ran up to it and just smacked it, and it started going, it must have spun four or five, maybe six times total revolutions before it stopped and we all witnessed it it we all witnessed it there's there's no way to explain that one you 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 try to tell me how that makes any logical sense it doesn't it defies logic 
And it's those kind of experiences that has led me to create Creep Town. There is way more to this world than we will ever know, and I find that absolutely intriguing. It's like the house I live in now. This house is built in 1924, 1925. It's what they call a, uh, it's a colonial, colonial revival. And this house is just weird in itself. It's got like some really vague history about it. Really um, trying to track down. It's so weird. The, the people that lived here for the first like 10 years, they had the house built. I found all the information I want to them. The people that's lived here for the last 40 years since before I bought it, no problem, found their information. But there is literally like a 45-year span of nothing. No information. Don't know who lived here. Don't know what's going on here. I don't know. There was a lot of different types of remodeling and renovation that went on in this house. It's a two-story we started doing some renovations here, and we keep finding doorways boarded up to where they reconfigured the floor plan. And maybe that's not really an odd thing. The amount of it that we have found is just weird. I mean, I'm talking about like gigantic open doorways, like open walkways that used to go into the living room. We found boarded up, and they just put a little opening door on it. I'm not going to read too much into that, but it's just it's just odd. This house is just odd. There's at least one entity in this house that I'm in now, but I don't think she wants to be bothered, and I don't think she wants to bother anybody else, but I do think I kind of upset her because that very night I had the most realistic nightmare dream ever. I was in this house, and for whatever reason, it was nighttime, and I opened, I was in this house, and it was nighttime, and on the second story, there's like a, a door you can open to go into like a walk-in attic type area. It's over like the kitchen area of the house, and I opened that door. It's pitch black. The only light shining in to this attic area is the light from behind me coming from the hallway upstairs. As soon as I open this door, this woman in this black dress, like totally black dress, no white, really, just black dress, long black hair, black eyes, really short, probably like five foot two, five foot three, pale and really petite, gets in my face and starts like, just hisses at me, like straight up like a cat, like hisses at me. And then she turns around and runs off and hides behind the trusses that are in there kneeled down and she's crying and then I woke up freaked me out it freaked me out so bad that it had me questioning my reality at that point because it was the most real thing I had ever experienced when it came to a dream I've had nightmares and I had some pretty realistic ones but this was like I probably could have touched her if I reached out and tried to touch her in that dream it, she would have been there if I would have touched her so that very next day I come upstairs and I said hey if you're mad at me for invading your space, I apologize, and I'm not going to do it again. And ever since then, things have been fairly calm. I do hear somebody walking on the stairs sometimes, and sometimes I'll hear like a kind of knocking on a wall, but outside of that, it's pretty much all that's going on here. 
But anyways, I think I'm going to wrap this up. I believe I've been rambling on long enough. But if you tuned in and you listened to this whole podcast, then I do appreciate you sticking with me. There will be plenty of other great content coming out. But until then, keep it creepy.